Support for OPB comes from our members and from our sponsors, like Mike Rosenberg from Columbia Credit Union. Mike says they trust what they see and hear on OPB, and that aligns with Columbia Credit Union's brand. This is Think Out Loud on OPB. I'm Dave Miller. We end today with the Central Oregon Veterans Ranch in Bend. For nearly a decade, the 19-acre working ranch has opened its gates to veterans who are dealing with anxiety or isolation or other symptoms of PTSD. In addition to peer support counseling, the ranch also offers mentorship and vocational training programs in ranching, farming, and beekeeping. Lauren Grigsby and Adrian De La Rosa are Marine Corps veterans who now serve as the co-executive directors of the ranch, and they join me now. It's great to have both of you on the show. Yeah, thanks for having us. It's great to be here. Lauren, first, can you describe just an average day at the ranch? You know, I always say every day looks different, and... You know, some of that is dependent on programming. Um, Thursdays are a day that uh, we have veterans of, of all different eras um, and backgrounds that will come out to the ranch just to uh, have a community day. They'll they'll do ranch projects with us, hydroponics projects with us, beekeeping. Uh, we'll have a lunch. Uh, there's just a lot of um, just laughter and and people gathering and and uh, telling telling each other how their week went. Um, we'll have other days that the ranch is a very quiet place and uh, people people will you know walk down our driveway in crisis and we have staff there to work with them. Our staff um, is majority veteran themselves. So we we have those shared lived experiences of military service. And there's an immediate connection that we can make with those individuals. And just being in nature alone is, is an amazing thing. So there's days like that where we're just walking the fields with someone or just sitting sitting in a quiet space with someone. Adrian, uh, you know, when Lauren just said that there, there are days when someone will just walk down your driveway in crisis, can you give us a sense for the kinds of things that might lead someone to do that. I mean, obviously, you don't need to give us names or particulars, but I'm just curious about somebody cold calling you in that way, walking down your driveway. Yeah, absolutely. The, uh, quite often, actually, just individuals will uh, be isolated and be in, in a moment in their life where they know they need to take action um, and they and they need to do something about where they are um, in their chapter of their life. Um, and so, yeah, they'll make the decision to come out to the ranch. And uh, like Lauren mentioned, just to echo her, uh, the, the diversity of the, of the staff that we have and the ability to be able to manage the, uh, the, the crisis that individuals having uh, is definitely one of the uh, more positive things that we're able to do. Um, oftentimes, a lot of it is just isolation. It's it's feeling where that feeling where the individual just has nowhere to go, no one to talk to, and in that moment, uh, oftentimes that's that's the the individuals that we get. Hmm. Lauren, there is a VA clinic in Bend, and there are some other veteran services in the area. I'm curious what needs weren't being met before the Central Oregon Veterans Ranch opened? I mean, what's the hole that you're filling? We are in a a non-clinical space. Um, Peer support is um, 
is is an area of mental health where you're trying to capture the person um, often that that has not yet acknowledged that they need clinical mental health support. And we actually work in partnership with the VA and with the vet center. Um, some of the individuals that come out to the ranch will come in group settings um, on a contract with the VA where, where those actual counselors are out at the ranch with them and doing uh, PTS support groups, uh, post-traumatic stress. And we um, we find a, lo- a lot of people, I mean, th- there was a, a person that came out when, when Adrian talks about isolation, we see people that are isolated in a crowded room as well. A, a man came out that was in the middle of a divorce and had been so busy working his blue collar job that he had not had time to even process what was going on with his divorce paperwork and that how that affected custody for his children. And he came to us late on a Thursday afternoon and just said, someone told me that you could help me. And I don't know if it was the county VSO or if it was um, just someone in his community, but he came out and and we will redirect people to resources. In fact, it wasn't his county VSO because that's what we said, as we said, the VSO at the county will have people that can help you with legal things like this. So we're the, often- the, A veteran support organization? Um, the, so the county has a veteran service officer. Okay. Service officer. Okay. Mm-hmm, within the county structure. So we work with them. We work with the vet center. And so depending on what the person needs, we're going to try to, to wreck them to that resource in the community. We're not going to try to reinvent any wheels where we're at. But it seems like on some level, um, if, if what you're saying is that it might be easier for people to just drop in to see you, even if they have been resistant for whatever reason to, to say, to, to go to a clinic or to, to go to seek help at the county level, it's, it's, it's for whatever reason, they could walk down your driveway or drive there, uh, and, and the barrier seems lower. Yes. I, w- I would say we're one of the lowest barrier to entry programs um, in the United States right now, uh, definitely in Oregon. And there is there is something to that. Uh, there's a lot of resilience in uh, the mindset of a veteran. There's a lot of armor that we've put on um, to not show that we have trauma or not show that we are struggling with anything. And um, we, we have people show up that they're almost still in denial that they need help. We, we, we've had people show up that said, I had a suicide attempt a month ago, but I'm here to support the ranch because the ranch supports preventing suicide, not because I need help, but because I want to put, so I want to be part of the solution to change this problem. And then if we someone them. says that, where, where do you then, how do you flip their script a little bit to actually gently get them to realize that they need help as well. This is the beauty of peer support. Um, You have to be strong enough as a peer in this space to show your cards first and to be vulnerable first. It's huge. What do you mean by that? Tell a story about yourself. Help them understand uh, that you see them. And there's, there's a... Uh, un- unconditional support, uh, a level-headedness that you have to have. 
And um, I think that shared experience, too, that you get it. You know, you've been in Iraq, you've been in Afghanistan, you understand um, some of the things that they are bringing home. If you're just tuning in, we're talking right now about the Central Oregon Veterans Ranch. Lauren Grigsby and Adrian De La Rosa are the co-executive directors of the ranch. They are both Marine Corps veterans. Adrian, why was it important to you to become a peer support specialist after your service in the Marines? Uh, pretty often, uh, a lot of people ask me that, and one of the one of the uh, my immediate answer is uh, since I got out in 2017, uh, I've lost six members, uh, either on my fire team or my unit um to to suicide so since then really it's just been kind of like a a situation where i get reignited uh it's a it's a a whole new um uh like fuel to the tank to be able to move forward and push uh into the subject uh to prevent as many more veterans as possible from uh putting themselves in a situation where uh they're in that crisis uh, uh, situation. Hmm. Lauren, what about you? What drove you personally to do this particular work? I had started doing uh, some veteran advocacy work last year on the PACT Act that was directly related to um, me losing a friend to environmental exposures. Um, she passed away of breast cancer last March, and she had actually been in this space. She had a doctorate de- degree in public health after she got out of the Marine Corps and was tackling this issue. So for me, um, I had stepped away from the veteran space for a while. Um, I was a mom, I was a business owner, and I was doing my own thing and not even really even seeing myself as a veteran, um, but more as just a just a regular community member. And with her loss, there was definitely a desire to pick up that torch. Um, You know, uh, Dr. Kate Hendricks Thomas, she was a light in this space that was providing a lot of research and and good. Hmm. Adrian, you know, we've talked mainly so far about peer counseling and and support groups. Um, but that's not the only thing that happens at, at the Central Oregon Veterans Ranch. As I noted in the beginning, you're also a working ranch where people can come and and do things physically outside with their with their hands and their minds and, and learn skills as well. What do you see as the benefits of the physical aspects of the ranch? Uh, yeah, you're correct. We, we definitely have uh, an assortment of variety of uh, agri- uh, agrotherapy programs that we establish. Uh, and we kind of coined the term like vessel as one of the programs or the programs that we have established. And the, really, when I often see when the, the veterans engage in any of those uh, um, other programs that are for agrotherapy or the or regenerative uh um, agriculture applications that we're practicing out there, what I see is the veterans uh, kind of get a win under their belt uh, when they're in, when they're in that moment of isolation and uh, they they don't have that um, really the energy to do anything. They don't want to uh, reach out to individuals. They isolate. They um, disperse themselves from 
the, pretty much everyone around their life. And when they get the courage, that one opportunity to come out to the ranch and they, I mean, even as simple as just feeding uh, some of the animals, uh, that snowballs into uh, creating that that victory for them. Um, and they can come back maybe next week, uh, feed the animals again, and then maybe help with the basil harvest at our hydroponics program, um, and so on and so on. A lot of that confidence comes back. And th- that veteran then can, can uh, be in a position to say, all right, this is where I am. I now have that confidence. I, uh, I want to try maybe go into a support group once a week. Um, and slowly we start to see these, these veterans lose a, a piece here and there of their armor to be able to uh, really start that transition back to society. Hmm. Lauren, you recently launched a, a peer support group that is specifically for veterans who are women. What's the idea behind it? Women veterans um, are a very underserved population. And honestly, it's our own fault. Um, when we talk about that armor, we um, come from a space where if if we were vulnerable in service, then there is a um, tie of that vulnerability to failure. And so we don't let even other women see that we fit that we fail it's so it's actually extremely difficult to get a bunch of veteran women to to join a peer support group together um and it's funny when you think when i think back um to some of our first meetings and and you go around the room and they're all looking at you like what's the point of this like why why do you why did you bring us here what's the real reason you know i'm doing great hmm. and um and now it's only just been a few months, but again, it's that showing the cards first and being vulnerable first. And then they realized that they needed that community all along. Um, so it's a really special group of women and it just keeps growing. Adrian, there's another uh partnership that you're working on now through Together with Veterans, which is focused on preventing suicide among rural veterans. What's that going to look like at the Central Oregon Veterans Ranch? Uh, yeah, uh, the, the partnership itself, the the part that I'm most excited about is the community aspect of it. Uh, really, the program is kind of designed for us to be able to uh, go out into the community here in Central Oregon and, and wider areas if possible. Uh, to create a team of, of uh, uh, individuals in the community, whether it be doctors, teachers, firefighters, whatever it be, uh, trying to diversify that, that community as much as possible and then coming together to really get a base of where we are as a community and knowledge and military life, uh, suicide prevention, uh, post-traumatic stress, all those subjects. Uh, once we have that baseline, then... Uh, uh, us as an organization at Central Oregon Veterans Ranch and working with Together with Veterans will we'll, we'll come up with uh, solutions uh, with the community efforts and that team uh, to be able to combat suicide. Hmm. I should say that if, uh, if you or someone you know is struggling, you can call or text 988 to reach the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. It's 24 hours a day, seven days a week against 988. Eight. Lauren Grigsby, before we say goodbye, I'm just curious because this gets to the, the flip side of peer support. I mean, what do you think that non-veterans can do in Central Oregon or anywhere to, to better support veterans? 
One thing we talk about all the time at the ranch is um, creating a bridge. Um, understanding has to happen on both sides. Um, veterans have to be willing to open up and tell their stories and talk about their service to civilians. And civilians have to put in the effort on their side to um, understand what veteran service looks like. And it's more than just a thank you for your service because a lot of the individuals coming back from Iraq and Afghanistan are coming back with um, a lot of different emotions that aren't necessarily positive from their service. So there's, I, I think, uh, definitely an understanding of that and not to say that we shouldn't thank our veterans because we should, um, but maybe opening up a, a conversation with, um, you know, that, that has more uh, depth to your question or, or to your comment towards that veteran. What, what service, uh, what branch did you serve in? What was your experience? Um, and, and, and those type of questions open it up to discussion and then just be ready to listen. Because even within the veteran community and peer to peer, that's what we do a lot is we listen. Lauren Grigsby and Adrian De La Rosa are co-executive directors of the Central Oregon Veterans Ranch. Thanks very much. Thanks for having us. Tomorrow on the show, we're going to dig into two recent Supreme Court rulings at the complicated intersection of religious freedom and other constitutional values. One found that a business can refuse to offer its services to same-sex couples. The other threw out a nearly 50-year-old precedent for testing whether employers have to make accommodations for religious employees. Thanks very much for tuning in to Think Out Loud on OPB and KLCC. I'm Dave Miller. We'll be back tomorrow. Think Out Loud is supported by... Stephen Jan Oliva, the Rose E. Tucker Charitable Trust, and Michael, Kristen, Andrew, and Anna Kern.